Welcome to Now and Next, the podcast dedicated to helping tech leaders succeed in the office of the future. Each episode, HP experts share ideas and insights to help you thrive in the new normal. From HP Print, here's Michael Turner. Hello, and welcome to HP's Now and Next podcast. I'm Michael Turner. I work for HP, and I lead our office printing solutions business for North America. Now and Next is a brand new podcast where we discuss trends affecting the IT decision maker in today's new reality. We're bringing together the best thinkers from HP and beyond to provide behind-the-scenes stories to help you on your journey. In today's episode, I'm excited to chat with Daniel Colling, HP's Global Head of Healthcare Industry Solutions and Practice. Daniel has worked within health systems in North America and internationally to achieve their initiatives on patient safety, interoperability, 3D anatomical modeling for surgical planning, clinical workflows, and digitization transformation. Daniel holds a Bachelor of Science in Nursing and in Information Systems from the University of British Columbia. One of the things I'm really excited about as HP brings experts in their industry, we get to create innovative products, solutions, and services that go the extra level in meeting the needs. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me on today's podcast. Tell me about what got you into this area of a combination of healthcare and IT. Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> journey, but um, essentially, you know, when when I started off uh, as a nurse, um, this thing called computers started showing up on our environment. And in the past, you got to remember, IT uh, was a very small group of folks. So I, I quickly started to realize, you know, as I moved from a bedside nurse to a charge nurse and then moved into director of nursing role, that um, there's this gap when it comes to these folks. Wonderful, but uh, not understanding our environment uh, as an IT organization. Uh, and so as this continued, I, I quickly realized, I'm like, not only do I, I like technology, but there's a real need. So I was, I was one of the very few nurses that uh, went and got my second degree in information systems and architecture from uh, UBC, University of British Columbia. So that was kind of the path that I took was being this bridge. And then this thing called electronic medical records showed up. And the whole purpose of the EMR was to ensure care coordination, the right information for the entire care team can be provided to make a critical clinical decision. So this new role, right, which is called informatics, uh, it didn't exist before. You now started to see chief medical information officers as a new role. You now have chief nursing informatics officers. You have clinicians that are now in both spaces. It's, it's quite common as we know but that wasn't the case. So that was, that was a really exciting journey that I'd been able to see real patient outcomes, but provide guidance. And now at a global scale within HP, I think the most exciting part is being able to have that meaningful technology that we can provide globally now, as opposed to just at a regional level to make a big difference. What do you see are the global challenges in the healthcare industry and what's facing um, our our clients out there and what are the impacts? When it comes to global healthcare challenges, uh, specifically around what's happening in Europe, 
uh, Asia Pacific, and now we're experiencing this uh, clearly in the US and Canada. I'm gonna just first talk about uh, wellness and patient safety. And so with patient safety, this has been an ongoing journey surrounding ensuring that patients, when they are admitted into a hospital or they see their primary care provider, they certainly can have the most optimal care, but in a safe manner. And so with that in mind, um, we've really battled with what we call nosocomial infections or hospital-acquired infections, well, since World War II, to be honest. And so with that in mind, the World Health Organization and clearly in the United States, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, we put together um, programs that would really put into place policies to reduce these types of infections. And these are what you would hit the news. These are like these super bugs, right? Clostridial difficile, VRE. You have MRSA as an example. And the, the challenge is, I, I might date myself a little bit, I'm not that old, but still, you know, growing up uh, in the early 70s, we were over-prescribed antibiotics. That's just what's happened globally. And as, as a result, we have become resistant to antibiotics. And then if you remember in the late 80s, in the early 90s, um, this wonderful thing called antibacterial soap came and hit the market. And so that was a global consumer product that, you know, we thought it would be great. It would help us have better hygiene. And that actually added to the resistance of bacteria. So if we now put that into context of um, healthcare-associated infections, which are well beyond the hospital, these are now in long-term healthcare facilities, hospice care, SNFs, those are called nursing and skilled facilities. These are a huge challenge. And prior to um, the current uh, situation that the world is facing, in 2018, the World Health Organization declared this a global challenge that the world has never seen. So that's one of the big challenges. In addition to that, we have what we call viral epidemics. And of course, we experience this every single season, the flu season, influenza. Depending on the strain, clearly it has massive implications, as well as depending on the proper hygiene uh, that people can actually uh, fulfill and, and perform. The other area that's a huge challenge, and it continues to remain so, is identification, and specifically positive patient identification. You know, we've made great inroads in utilizing a standard approach, which is you go into a hospital, what do you get? A wristband. That's wonderful. And that was a challenge at first somewhat because it was written down, then the wristbands were printed with QR codes. And now we have uh, additional capabilities um, when it comes to point of care wristband printing or labeling. The challenge though is you have care providers that are thrown in a million different directions, you know, currently working 12, 13 hours a day, doing very manual tasks, which are quite compliant driven. And so they go outside of protocol. You know, you may print off multiple wristbands and you put them on your workstation on wheels as you go to each patient. So going outside of those protocols, we still see as of 2019, there was a study done by SHOT, S-H-O-T, which is the standards for hospital uh, transfusions 
uh, out of the UK. And there were like 3,500, well, over 3,500 documented cases that were preventable because a nurse or a clinician went outside a protocol. And what that means is they have what we call a near missed incident or what we call a never event. It could have been a medication mix up. Imagine, I mean, that's terrible. No nurse starts their day like, I'm going to make a medication error. But if you have more patients, right, you're working more hours, you are sitting in front of a computer documenting all day in an EMR, and you're running from workflow to workflow, you're going to make errors. And that's what we're seeing. Another challenge that we're starting to see more and more is the um, proliferation of technology that is wireless and BLE. Awesome, great technology. It's utilized to enhance patient care, which is wonderful. There has been a huge acceleration of these devices in healthcare organizations today because of telehealth, as an example, right? Really enabling patients to engage with their clinicians, care providers, nurse practitioners. Well, these emit radio frequencies. And radio frequencies, this, this spectrum is getting completely bombarded with smartphones, Think about your own smartwatch. You might have a fitness tracker, Michael. I don't know, but most people have all of these things emitting radio frequencies. And what they don't know is these are consumer devices that will and can interfere with biomedical devices, potentially a patient that has a pacemaker. And 15 years ago, that wasn't the case. We didn't have all of this tech in hospitals for digitally connected hospitals. So that's another area uh, that's becoming more and more of a challenge to address globally within healthcare. You know, the big picture from an IT decision maker standpoint is what they used to buy may not still be sufficient because of the world changing around them, as you said, in patient safety or identification or wireless device interaction. So um, that's one reason I'm so excited that you're at HP because you can help us do these things uh, better in, in the products and solutions we offer. So what are some things we're doing in this space? It's super exciting that um, we have launched our healthcare portfolio. It is specifically co-developed with clinicians. Um, we have a wonderful uh, healthcare advisory council that has over 23 of the largest healthcare systems in the US and Canada. And so why this is important is we're able to gain insights from this healthcare advisory council and ensure that the technology, because we are a technology company and a solutions and a services provider, that it's going to meet their patients' needs and the clinical requirements. So that's, that's one area that we're so excited uh, about our healthcare portfolio that's going to meet these needs to address patient safety. The other area is uh, what is unique about our approach with HP is we partner with healthcare professional associations. Uh, many technology companies don't. You may, they, they may sponsor an event, but they do not, for example, host a webinar with the American Nurses Association to provide best practices for infection prevention policies. With that in mind, with our Healthcare Advisory Council, our professional healthcare associations we partner with, we're super excited to share the solutions and services that this technology and this healthcare launch will provide. This is HP's first healthcare-specific 
products. So these are purpose-built products to address the needs that we spoke about earlier for patient safety and wellness. They are integrated healthcare solutions. So we are uh, really enabling healthcare providers to rapidly adapt to cloud infrastructure, be able to send and receive patient information securely integrated directly with Epic and Cerner. Um, this is through our app with BizCom for Healthcare via our HP WorkPath platform. And that really enables care providers to not worry about where did my patient's documents go? Were they received by the specialist or not? And that really also then helps that care provider burnout that we're seeing uh, just really accelerate, especially with everything they're doing today to save patients' lives, our loved ones and families' lives, and putting the risks on the line every day right now. Um, so that's the solutions component of our portfolio. Another area that we're really excited about is the partnership that we have with Clorox. Clorox Healthcare is the leader when it comes to education and sterilization, disinfection, and cleaning products that are used every day in hospitals. As you've seen now, because of the expansion with heightened hygiene awareness, Clorox is playing a massive role in retail and education and other areas where we really need to be mindful of protecting our clients and protecting our patients. So this partnership with Clorox, what we've done is we're able to provide a service of education when our uh, customers um, move forward with the healthcare portfolio. These services are able to be able to provide best practices from infection preventionists. So um, that's very meaningful when it comes to what are my gaps? What am I missing when it comes to an infection preventionist trying to implement infection prevention policies set by an epidemiologist? So the epidemiologist will set the policy, but it's one thing to set it and then it's another to follow through with it. So that's, that's the services component. The other critical area of concern and a challenge clearly is patient privacy as well as patient document or data security. And that third element that we are providing with our portfolio is very unique. The portfolio will have the capability to protect all of the endpoints in the infrastructure. So the output infrastructure, that includes Zebra. Zebra is the leader uh, in, in addition and in partnership with HP for print output, as, as you're probably aware in healthcare. And so this third element is really ensuring the patient privacy and their data will be secure. Um, so that's, that's this whole portfolio. So Daniel, I love the idea of advisory councils and the associations that we're involved with and the partnerships we have. That's one of the favorite parts of my job is meeting with customers that um, are using our products or can give input with those forums. I am sure there has to be an aha moment where between HP people, yourself and customers or associations, they said, well, if we could do this, that would be really valuable. Do you got a story or two about that? I do. So one example is I meet with clinicians all over the world on a daily basis, um, especially with the pandemic that we are facing. And what's the most meaningful discussion that we have is, hey, 
Daniel, what is Mayo Clinic doing? What is Johns Hopkins doing? What is another healthcare system in the UK and Ireland doing? And uh, one of those aha moments occurred was we were having conversation with the leaders in infection prevention, epidemiologists that are really setting the infection prevention strategy for the CDC and some of them actually for the World Health Organization. And we're in this discussion, it was just phenomenal. There were some international leaders. And one of the uh, feedbacks were when it comes to infection prevention policies and following through with them, it's really tough. Like you set these up, but there's always gaps that are missed. And then now that we're looking at surfaces that are multi-touch surfaces, how can you provide the ability that you could potentially really streamline this process for following through with infection prevention policies? So what we did was we took that those insights and we're like, okay. And what we were able to do is uh, develop uh, not just disinfectable, but sterilizable surfaces of these really um, high touch surface devices. And that's our healthcare edition multifunction printers. Now, often people, you know, these are overlooked. They're just sitting in a nurse's station. Was there a volunteer that just walked up? Did they wash their hands? Hard to say. Was there the materials manager? They come through and they were fixing, for example, um, an area that was susceptible to, you know, some, some type of super resistant bacteria. And so what we've done is we were able to develop sterilizable drapes that can be put on the high touch surface areas of our multifunction devices. They can be removed and they can actually be put through an autoclave, which is up to 134 degrees Celsius. And the feedback we've gotten from this is just phenomenal that, you know, some of these areas, they don't have time to spend five minutes disinfecting and wiping down a device. And so if we are able to provide the capability, you can take these off, you can put the other set on that's already there, uh, that's provided with that device, you can sterilize it through an autoclave, then you are able to uh, ensure you're following through with infection prevention policies. The other area that was kind of an aha moment was, okay, can we provide digital real estate so that when people see it, they're like, oh, I did not know I, I should do this. Meaning on our UI, our display with our partnership with Clorox, we are providing educational material as well as how to disinfect and clean the technology. And so that's just really meaningful. If you think about having thousands of multifunction devices, thousands of displays that tell people whether you're a nurse, whether you're an environmental services employee, whether you are a medical assistant or you're whatever your line of business patient facing role is or non-patient facing role, you're easily able to just look at this and go, oh, I can understand what I need to do, why it's important. And I can just touch the app on the UI screen the control display and and be able to do that. So so those were like two really aha innovative moments when um, we're really trying to address this challenge, which is right now heightened infection prevention and how do we solve this problem? It seems like it's almost like putting gloves on the places you'll touch the multifunction device in um, and being able to change those gloves with an extra set of these drapes as needed. 
quite interesting. Yeah. And then I'm going to just add a little bit to that when it comes to mobility, because that's kind of the secret nugget is we need to provide end-to-end -end solutions for clinicians. So what does that mean? Well, you have typically a nurse, they're going down a hall with a workstation on wheels. You know, they're going to the patient, they're using a barcode scanner to, to ID the patient, then they complete the medication administration, then they have to document it into the EHR, then they have to go back to the nurse's station, print something off, scan it, fax it, et cetera. So with our exclusive management services program with Zebra, the TC52 Healthcare uh, Mobile Compute Touch Device, you can complete documentation on the device. You can collaborate via secure text messaging to other, let's say you have to reach the physician, right? Let's say you have to reach another nurse practitioner so you can securely text message. But also you need to probably print something off. So you have the ability now with, it's called HP Advance, the mobile connector. It's an app that will be on the Zebra TC52 mobile compute device. And you go walk up to any healthcare edition multifunction printer, authenticate, and you don't need to run back to the nurse's station. You can just release that critical patient documentation for discharge right there. So that's truly and finally an end-to-end -end solution that we are providing at HP to address true challenges, which is clinical mobility. Fantastic. I love, again, those aha moments where you say, hey, if we could take it truly to the level of how someone's going to use this device in their specific job, in their specific industry, you can deliver so much more value um, than just providing the product that is the same product that goes everywhere. And, um, you know, I think the ability to help a medical environment issue of hospital acquired infections uh, through the, the healthcare MFPs or the healthcare edition products is outstanding. So I've recently seen news articles on cybersecurity hacks in the healthcare industry. How can HP play a part in helping protect patient privacy during these unprecedented times? Yeah, it's been just unsurmountable, to be honest, when it comes to healthcare systems being under attack and threatened. And there's a couple of reasons. Well, the first is patient information, uh, not only is it the most valuable information, but it's information that can be utilized for bad actors, it could be utilized to manipulate insurance companies, as an example, so fraud. It can be utilized to potentially even threaten somebody. And so, so with that in mind, there's various types of hackers, right? We have hackers who um, have intent. We have hackers that have intent for monetary gain. And we have hackers that are organized and they may be uh, influenced by some type of third-party state. So as an example, if you look at the heat map of the SARS-CoV-2, the COVID-19 disease spreading throughout the world, you see an associated map of the outbreaks and the malicious attacks on healthcare organizations. And, and the challenge is, is in healthcare systems, there's a lot of just antiquated devices. They've also then stepped up, which is wonderful. You know, you have an infusion pump that you don't need to like run back and forth anymore. You can manage that infusion pump 
via wireless connectivity. And so if that is prone to an attack, you have a plethora of IOMT, Internet of Medical Things, then you know, how do you ensure that all of those IOMT devices you know, have the most up-to-date firmware, as an example, or has the most up-to-date protections that are required? So, so a long story short, we've seen some unprecedented malware attacks mimicking World Health Organization, phishing email. So these are documented, you could just find them online. And so with that in mind, you now have the other challenge too is everything was shut down, as we know, and only patients that were treated for COVID-19, those are the healthcare employees that remained. And now you have employees at home. So they were it was a secure environment, at least in the hospital, somewhat secure, you could control it. And now they are sharing patient information on the same network as their child that's, that's uh, participating in virtual schooling. So that's, that's a huge challenge, right? And so what are we doing at HP in, and specifically in this portfolio is the devices themselves, the endpoint technology below the OS, we have a self-healing BIOS. And what that means is within the BIOS itself, so deep within the core technology, we are protecting that device to not get corrupted. And that's, that's what we call HP SureStar, that's for PC and print. Within the operating system, there's multiple technologies that really prevent and uh, really isolate, for example, a malware attack or a virus attack. On our personal system side, we have SureClick, we have HP SureSense, and what that does is HP SureClick is if you open an email and it has that attached virus, then it's able to just encapsulate it and so it won't infect the entire network. HP SureStar, what it does is if it's a virus, a malware that's not even known, when it boots up, the device goes, whoa, wait a sec. And it's quicker than when you do these analysis, it's actually quicker than the current, for example, antiviral software, because it can't update as quickly. On the healthcare dish multifunction printers, we have, as an example, runtime intrusion detection, which is within the operating system. Printers don't have an operating system, so that's what we call firmware, which really uh, provides the very similar ability to our PCs of just shutting down the device. And then we have what we call above the operating system. So on the PS side, to protect patient privacy, we have what we call SureView. And what HP SureView provides is if you can imagine, I'm a nurse practitioner, a physician, and I'm gonna do a telehealth consult in my home, and my son or my daughter runs in and potentially uh, sees protected health information that they shouldn't. Or maybe it's a visitor, and clearly we try to isolate these events, but that's not the case, we can't do that. So that will protect the patient privacy. On the print side or the healthcare edition multifunction printers, we have the HP Jet Advantage Security Manager solution. And this will be hosted via our basic print cloud services. So very easy to be able to deploy. And essentially what it does is it will update and it will push out security policies so that when that device is turned on, let's say you turn it on in your home, that device is turned on, it will be able to recognize, hey, here am I, I'm going to talk to, you know, the healthcare organization, it's going to send out security settings so that we ensure it's not going to be hacked 
in, for example, in our private homes um, if we are not uh, as secure as we should be. So those are the differences when it comes to our approach to patient privacy and securing patient data. It reminds me of an aha moment I had of my own working with one of the largest healthcare group purchasing organizations and talking about our leadership and print security some years ago. And they said, wow, we love HP Security Manager, which you mentioned a few minutes ago. And they said, is there any way you could do that with the rest of my healthcare, as you said, my internet of medical things, IOMT. And uh, we looked at that and it wasn't uh, feasible to do with everything, but we have made some progress. In it, right? Maybe talk a little bit of what we've done with HP Security Manager and Zebra. Yeah, so, um, you know, Zebra is uh, an IoT device manufacturer like HP. And one of the most difficult parts is they make devices that last a long time, right? As well as HP, I'm sure you have a printer that's been around for 15 years, which is great. The challenge with that is the security vulnerabilities. And so with that in mind, you know, it's up to a certain point, but the, the majority of Zebra devices that are IoT devices, um, they can be upgraded to a recent version of Link OS and therefore HP Security Manager can secure those devices uh, and push out the settings that are required instead of, you know, imagine, like I was saying earlier, walking to every single device in a hospital environment. So, so that was a, a great moment for um, HP and Zebra to, to work together to accomplish that. That's outstanding. And for those that may be interested in further discussion on security, just uh, recently, I was able to chat on the Now and Next podcast with Michael Howard, and we went into more depth on some of the issues that Daniel's talked about here. So you may want to check that out. So Daniel, as we think about what are the key things that you're hearing are valuable as you talk to customers, give me the quick elevator story on HP and healthcare. So with care provider burnout being at an all-time high and a heightened awareness to follow through and implement infection prevention policies, the healthcare portfolio that we have launched empowers clinicians and employees for their safety and wellness. It also provides the ability for clinicians now to be mobile at the point of care. And then when we're looking at being able to reduce that stress and not have all this additional paperwork, that's what we call care coordination, meaning it empowers clinicians to have the right information at the right time of the workflow to provide that critical clinical decision, ultimately for a better patient outcome, instead of worrying about where did this go, where did that go. So that's what we've done at HP to make a difference in clinicians' lives and ultimately patients' lives on a daily basis. Outstanding. It's, um, it's so great to be a part of HP when we think about not just selling things, but how those things are making lives better for our customers or empowering outcomes. So if someone wants to know more, where would they go? There's multiple places, but uh, to learn how to be empowered as a clinician when it comes to patient safety or wellness, 
care provider burnout. We have webinars uh, that we host via the uh, professional associations I mentioned earlier. Uh, we have digital content, so briefings and white papers, and they're just phenomenal best practices you can go to and look at and, and utilize for your healthcare organization. One of the sites is um, enable.hp.com healthcare print, and then the other is uh, hp.com forward slash go forward slash healthcare workflows. And we'll put those links in the episode notes as well. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. 